0: What's good? We are back at it. We're in season two of the Packer Backer podcast. Season two, the the new league year is here and we're back talking Packer football. Last time we were here, we were talking about the potential of J.J. Watt being a Packer. That didn't happen. Didn't see the cards coming. Uh, I'll be honest with that. Talked about recent cuts of guys like Christian Kirksey and Wagner and what we could expect from Goody and Russ moving forward. And a lot has happened since the last... Last time we, we talked about the potential of guys like rogers and adams getting extensions has not happened we definitely need to talk about that and so much more fellas what's good man it's been a few weeks since we've been able to talk about the packers there's so much going on what are your thoughts on what's happening so far in the and in, in this new league year well for me personally i think uh I
1: would say I'm surprised that nothing has happened from the Packers outside of, you know, re-signing a a couple of our own guys and keeping those guys. I was really hoping we'd have some sort of activity on those big need positions like corner or offensive line or wide receiver. Like I said, I would say I'm surprised, but I'm really not. The cap is not figured out. And, uh, well, we don't have the money really to sign any of those top-tier guys. Honestly, we just got to hope that one of these middle-tier guys doesn't get a contract, might be able to snag somebody for cheap.
0: Yeah, I mean, what are your... Zach, what are your thoughts on, like, talk about not having any money, but if they would have did some restructuring of some current players like Aaron Rodgers or Devontae Adams, even Z, who they, you know, they restructured, maybe they think about extending these guys and then that frees up more cash space for them to go get because there's a ton of talent left. I'm just saying, what are your guys' thoughts on doing more extensions? You know, Aaron Jones got his extension. We still haven't done anything with Aaron Rodgers, which kind of is a little bit telling, I think, in my mind. Why not give an extension to Z? Why not give Tay his extension now to free up cat space? Let's talk about that a little
2: bit. I got a theory, Dex. I got an overall theory of what I think Goody is doing and I don't know if this is Correct, but this is it, it kind of makes sense when I fleshed it out a little bit. What I think Goody is doing is I think he's trying to not make a huge financial commitment this year. So that way, when the cap goes up 2022, he can restructure Rogers' contract. He can get C's extension. He can get uh, Tay's extension and, and still have money left over to get a significant free agent or two. I think that's what's all about. This is all about. And when you look at the Aaron Jones deal, that's a really team-friendly deal. The way he, he's structuring this, I think he's kind of saving his ammo for potentially making a, the big push next year, not this year, which is frustrating for us because that's another year that Rodgers has to basically kind of wasting a year. like You talked about before, Dexter, you know what I mean? We're kind of wasting his career in a sense. And the other side of it, it makes sense when you think about it, because we'll have a lot more money in 2022. We could be able to do all those things and get a couple of free agents, significant ones, that is. So I think that's what he's kind of thinking and, and maybe uh, get some cheap free agents here and there, like the guy you mentioned in chat, Gino Atkins, guys like that, maybe. You know, maybe get someone on a good deal so that's kind of what I'm thinking he's doing I don't know if I'm right that's just a guess
0: hey, Zach, I know Zach over there itching like man that don't sound like all in it sounds like he he's like the, the person who will let somebody talk shit about one person but then like not tell the other person but know the other person was talking shit he's playing yep. like both sides of the fence you
2: know? I think he is he Exactly. <laughs> like
0: he, is. he's literally like uh I'm kind of all in because I'm bringing back most of the team from last year. I'm also trying to hedge towards the future. It's like he's walking this fine line of, like, are you all in on Aaron Rodgers or not? It's weird because we're kind of in this limbo right now. Brett, what are your thoughts?
3: I think that we're all in as we can be all in. Kind of playing the game of just a tip. Aaron Jones' contract is (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Aaron Jones' contract is very team friendly. He signed for less money. I thought when he signed Ro- Rosenhaus as his agent, I'm like, oh, there goes Jones. I'm not even going to worry about him. His contract is essentially a two-year contract. They haven't restructured or extended Rogers yet, and they they let uh, Boyle walk. Those are some signs that it's like they're they're going as all in as they can, especially with the salary cap. They're only three million over uh, under the cap right now. That's not even enough to sign their draft picks. So the fact they haven't made any free agency uh, free agency moves. I'm not surprised at all. I think this might be Roger's last year. Trade him next year, get some Good. get a couple picks for him. Let love
0: take over. I don't want it to be, but that's what I'm thinking. I just need I mean. Cry a little and, and, I know it's that, that, that's that. That wasn't dead silence. That was a, that was mourning happening right there. You know what I mean? Where Zach, I believe you said this in the chat too, where it was just like, you know what? Like, how do you sell that to the fan base? How do you, how do you sell getting rid of a guy who was the MVP of the league last year to the fan base? That's that, I don't know, man. That's why I'm kind of just kind of stuck in this limbo of like, what are they really doing? I don't, I don't know what they're really doing right now. Like you said, Brett. It feels like they're going all in as much as they can with their current situation, but not necessarily because they could extend. They could do some other things now that would free up cap space right now for them to bring in more players for this particular group. You know, we have we did lose Corey Lindsley, guys. I mean, what, how is that going to impact Aaron Jones in the running game? Because he sure did really well running in, running inside. Corey Lindsley has a lot to do with that. I don't know. I I, I just think that. They, there were some things and there are some things that they could do to be more all in right now for this team right now. If, if this is the last year for Aaron Rodgers, why not give a little bit more? Why not bring in some more people that might be interested in winning a championship? I'm really struggling with what they're really doing right now.
3: No, I, I don't think losing Lindsley is going to be as impactful. I look at last year when he was out, and I know you all aren't going to agree with me on this, but Jenkins played really well at center. They kept Turner, so the Turner fan club still looks full of fact yeah. and he played well at guard tackle he struggled at times but he still held his own you know they have the three linemen they drafted last year Stepaniak I think that's how you pronounce his last name he was projected to be a mid round draft pick not a late round but he blew out his knee he could be a steal running he didn't do bad when he was in there he had some growing pains but all rookies do Regardless of your first round or a seventh round pick, go
1: blue. Did you just say woo woo? I said go blue. Oh, go blue. Ugh. Gotta hate you. <laughs> I gotta get that in at least once in the podcast. <laughs> he, he said, Did you say woo woo? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I say that every day. <laughs> oh
3: my God. <laughs> but yeah, so we know, we know what we have in Jenkins. Jenkins can play anything on the line. I think what hurts us more is losing Bach. And Bach no. Yeah,
0: who knows when he's... I mean, he'll probably... Is he gonna... You guys think he'll be ready for the beginning of the season? He's probably gonna miss some time,
2: right? Yeah, we don't know yet. They didn't... They have not talked about his rehab much, so we don't know. I if, mean,
0: he's a beast, but I mean, you only can do so much, right? The knee's gonna be ready when it's ready.
3: If Bach is out and you move Jenkins to center,
0: that left side's fucked.
3: I'm I can't now. do it. That's, that's why, why I don't do know it. if
0: they do it. Yeah, I don't know if they move him to center. Yeah, yeah know what we got in Jenkins. Jenkins to do everything. Too bad we don't have five Jenkins.
1: What about putting Jenkins at left tackle to start the year for Bach? And then we figure out the inside. Oh, Runyon in there.
0: Runyon and Taylor, is he Taylor he actually he's taking visits. Taylor's taking visits to other San teams, Francisco. So I, I, thought I saw, I saw yeah. he was out at. He's oh, not wow. healthy right now either. They yeah. say his knee his knee is on track. He's not fully healthy right now either. I mean, there's so many damn question marks right now. There's it's more really, questions it. than answers. <laughs> I, I was, I was I, going I to thank you agenda. guys bringing up bringing up Jenkins is a is a really good point. What they do with him will be telling because that's going to change the draft everything. If they're like, all right, well Jenkins is our right tackle. Maybe he's the long term answer at right tackle and for him that might make more sense he's going to make more money playing tackle than he is guard yep. maybe he's the long term answer at right tackle and now you have Jenkins and Bach in your set for your set yeah. set, set set beyond set
2: yeah um, those inside guys are way easier to find
0: than, yeah than, I mean Patrick is a mauler you guys know I'm a huge fan of, of Patrick's game and I think he'll be fine at center they yep. didn't take they didn't take they didn't go back to back to back on those linemen for nothing last year we know yeah. that yeah yeah. We draft linemen to play. We're really good at finding linemen to play. It's a Pontiac, like you said, from Indiana, he's the wild card, I think, because the guy had a third, fourth round grade when we grabbed him. And, and he only fell because of the injury. Runyon, he he served well. Exactly. He's so, a car, but he's a I good mean, prospect. But Runyon looks like a starter. He looks like he, he can start. start. Yeah.
3: It, it s- says a lot in the very first game of the year. Wagner doesn't even see the field. Yeah. We're running in first. Well,
1: guys, you so we look at it this way, too. I mean, a lot of us, including myself and a lot of uh, Packer backers out there in the Twitterverse were very critical of last year's draft. They could make us all look really stupid if some of these offensive linemen turn out this year. I mean, they could That's really look it. as, you know, people don't think about that because it's not a sexy position like receiver or corner or something like that. But damn, if one of the a couple, one or two of those guys ends up being starters, it doesn't look like such a bad draft Man, Yeah, drilling, if, you right?
0: get, if you get multiple <laughs> starters on the O-line protecting your quarterback, like an MVP quarterback, come on, you can't hate on that. Like you said, might not be sexy, but come on—you gotta have
2: depth. That's that's you really gotta. You, yeah, you gotta. You absolutely have to have depth on the offensive line. It's the one position that that you really need. A depth is probably the most important on any football team is on the offensive line because if two guys go down, you're screwed unless you got good depth. I mean, like I, I
0: saw people crying over over the Aaron Jones and the extension for Aaron Jones and and bitching about uh, Dylan Pitt, and I was like, okay, do you really think Aaron Jones is going to be the workhorse guy again? all those carries and beat up and hurt. No, oh. that's not what they want from he's not him. A three down he's
2: not three-down bear. They want a, him to be a weapon. Yeah.
0: I, I view him more as a weapon. Like, they see him, yes, he plays running back, but he does this and he does that, he does that. And we've talked about that. I think he's just more of an elite weapon. They took Dylan to carry the load. And then, I mean, now you look at the backfield, the backfield is better. How can you be angry at having a better backfield? This <laughs> <laughs> wasn't a slouch at all. Hell no. I'm going to miss him. I mean, I'm trying to forget dude's name now that he that he went to the Lions, you know what I mean? I, think I just guys, felt... Uh, I think that Dylan is going to be a huge upgrade
1: from Williams eventually. I think the upside of Williams is great. I think he was great locker room guy and everything, but he is what he is. Dylan's got huge upside. And I said that last year before the draft, before we even drafted him, that I loved his style of play. And he compliments Aaron Jones perfectly. Let him go in there and get those brutal yards. Let Jones get those swing passes out of the backfield. Let him do those dicey things up the middle and get out get outside. So it's going to be exciting. I'm so pumped you know, to see those I, two.
3: I almost feel sorry for defenses because of our running backs. Dylan's going to beat the shit out of you. Uh, shout out to uh, defensive lineman from uh, Tennessee. I saw you on your ass. Um <laughs> <laughs> like D- D- Dylan's going to beat the shit out of you, which is going to kind of get defenses on their heels a little bit. And if they have Jones and Dylan in at the same time, y'all fucked.
0: Remember, I flashback to the Rams game, man. And, and, and look how they deploy Dylan and Jones. Yeah. Envision a lot. of It's going to, it definitely is going to be fun. He can be a three down back, but he's
3: not a hundred percent airy three down back. He can't stay healthy, so this is going to take some mileage off of him a little bit, while Dylan beating the hell out of everybody, and then Jones is going to go in there and do his thing. It's going to be fun to watch this year, the running game.
2: The way you kind of look at Jones is kind of the way you looked at the way Reggie Bush was used for a variety of different teams, except he's better, in that he he's better inside runner, but he's a weapon like Dexter's talking about, and while in his prime, you didn't want to give Reggie Bush 25 carries, right? I mean, if you give Reggie Bush 25 carries, how many games is he going to play? Probably not a lot I think that's less true of Jones because I think he's a bigger player a more durable player but I think that's what the Packers want to do I think that when people talk about Jamal Williams might be missed or they think oh well what about his pass blocking he's a good receiver he's, he's perfect to put in there in third down and stuff well that's why I think uh, one of those unheralded picks to that we took last year might be able to pick up that role you could put him in and put him in the backfield to block on passing downs or run out as a receiver I think that's John a great a point
0: yeah. That's a great yeah. point on the Guara. I mean, they actually, they were, they were kind of demonstrating that a little bit before he got hurt. He was doing a lot of that stuff that yeah. you just talked about, Robert.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't think we'll miss Williams that much. And I think we'll use Dylan more. I really, I really think that what you're, you're, you're trying to see them use Jones is you are trying to, you're trying to get Jones something North of 220 carries. And then you probably want to get Dylan over 130, 140 carries and, and it kind of worked to their strengths that way. and And then they could alternate that even, you know, they, they, they might want to start out some games against certain opponents that maybe A.J. Dillon will get 15 carries and Aaron Jones will get 10, depending on who they're playing. I think it's an ideal situation that skill set-wise, I don't think how you can find any better combination that we were able to achieve. Yeah, they
0: have a true thunder and lightning right now. It doesn't really get better than that. You think the best one-two combo, we definitely had the potential to have it. I want to see what Dillon does with his increased opportunities, Zach, and I know you're excited to maybe actually see him get some carries on the goal line this year. Yeah, and I'm, honestly, this is going to sound absolutely <laughs> terrible. Absolutely
1: terrible. The game that he got, that, that breakout game, because Williams was hurt, and I think Jones was actually hurt that game too, but he played uh, a little bit. I was actually sad that Williams was hurt, but excited to be able to see Dylan get an actual premier back opportunity and, and see him get over 20 carries. It's going to be nice to see him get something within the five-yard line or even like a fourth and one on midfield instead of giving it to Jones or Williams, especially Jones, who seems to get lit up in small spaces when it counts yeah I'm, I'm pumped it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting guys i don't think even in the far air we never had a one two punch at running back like this so it's going to be fun to watch. We had
3: Levins and Bennett. That was probably. pretty good.
1: Yeah. That was good. Yeah. I, I feel like the upside with these two guys is higher than those two, for sure. Those
2: two guys were both more complete, though, Zach. They could both catch. They both could run. They, I, I kind of see where Brett's saying that. There may be better runners, just pure runners, than either one of those two. Though, Levens was really good for a two- or three-year period. He, yep. he was a, arguably a top-ten back at that time, and the time when they ran the ball a lot more. But, yeah, still talent-wise, like, yeah, it's hard to argue with it.
3: You know, the one thing about Dylan that people are forgetting is he missed five games because of COVID. Who knows what he would have done if
1: he would have played those five games, if he would have been a lot further along and even when he came back it sounded like he was struggling just getting his legs back just because mm-hmm. he was just you know COVID affects the lungs it sounded like he was still gassed in practice from what I read they just eased him back into it having the fortunate circumstances of having two other really damn good backs so he was able to ease him back into it and then injuries took over so he eventually had to play but yeah man I'm I'm so pumped to see next year especially to see how they've shaped this offensive line through the draft or even just through who we have and maybe add one or two guys in the draft so it'll be fun I I'm excited for the draft, even though last year made me a little sad. I think it's gonna turn out to be a pretty solid draft with all the old linemen we took last year and hopefully come back healthy and win some spots. Yeah, in, in, in hindsight, looking at last year's draft,
3: like I'm not as upset as that was. I was in mourning. I wore black for, like, three months. It was bad. I cried a little. (laughs) That's funny. Looking back on it, though, they drafted for the future. They They, did, and it sucks because you're like,
0: you have an MVP quarterback. Why are you Mm -hmm. drafting guys that probably won't play for, like, till year three? Guys, we've talked about this. We tend to judge drafts after three years. Yep. Learning to be a little more patient with the drafts. I think there are a lot of people out there that have some fair, like, points about, like, wait a minute. You didn't need to take Jordan Love last year. You didn't need to take Dylan in the second round last year. I think there are some fair points there from from people, but I also think that they need to look past that and be like, all right, now the draft picks have happened. Do they make the Packers better? Ultimately, I think they do. I, I think, and 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 you remove where they were drafted and those type of things. Dylan makes the Packers better right now, and and who cares when he was drafted? I, I you know I don't care. He's he's a he's a good football player. He's going to benefit us. Jordan Love, if he's the guy and they believe he's the guy, we can't question that. <laughs> I just think that if they honestly think he's the guy and they're going to groom him to be the quarterback of the future, I think they've earned that trust in that organization for us to say, all right, if they believe he's the guy, we got to chill a little bit, even though we're not going to see that right now. We're not going to see that seed bear fruit for us right now. They, I think they've understood that quarterback position better than most. And you see what's happening in Chicago guys, they can't figure out quarterback to save their lives. And I, and I tell people, and it's, that is why they drafted Jordan Love. Okay? Yep. If, if anybody, if you want to know why they drafted Jordan Love, go look at the Chicago Bears signing Andy Dalton, and then go look up the list of quarterbacks do. they've had in the last 20 years. And then you'll understand why they actually drafted Jordan Love. You don't draft a quarterback when you need one. Yep. So yeah, Then if then
1: you're desperate, you trade up one spot and take Mitchell Trubisky, he's backing up another quarterback. <laughs> now he's a
2: backup in Buffalo. Yeah. You know, he's Josh I, Allen's caddy now. So. <laughs> yeah, if you
0: need if you need any motivation or, or or any validation, I should say, for the Jordan Love pick, just look at our division rivals in the Chicago Bears <laughs> and, and what they deal with at the quarterback position. Okay, so De- De- maybe you, the you Lions said, too.
3: You said, does this do, does the draft make us better?
0: I don't know if it necessarily makes us better.
3: I-, I agree, Dylan does, but I think it makes the transition seamless if they are planning for the future.
0: And I think and that's that's it, Brett. You just nailed it. Are they going all in with this group or really getting ready for the future? That's the real question. What do you really think? I mean, from what I'm seeing, it seems like they're getting ready for Jordan Love. I, I can't help but feel that because they did not extend Rodgers. They have not extended Adams. They did not extend Z. It seems like they're holding on to money this year to really like say, all right, next year, what do we really need for this young quarterback? And I'm, I'm, uh, you know, what are your guys' thoughts? Do you think A. Rod will be a Packer after this season?
1: My heart I tells do, Dex. Me, my heart tells oh, me yes, but my my brain tells me no <laughs> because there's just, you know, you can read between the lines, you can see what's going on. I think we'll know that answer. I think a little bit after this year's draft. I think if he goes, if they go out and Goody takes a receiver, a weapon in the first round, I think that kind of tells you all right, he's going to give Rodgers something. But if he goes out and does something shocking again, uh, I think Rodgers is going to start to look and say, well, damn, there's plenty of teams out there that will take me and they'll support me and get me players that I can win with every time. I I don't know. I'm, I'm really torn on that, Dex. I think they've got a damn good team even as it stands now. A few wolves out there,
0: we'll see, I guess. <laughs> it's a wait and see type thing. You know, they're, they're one of three teams that haven't signed a free agent. It's the Packers, the Rams, and the Bucks. All three are really good teams. Just, just I'm just throwing that out there. Well, the Rams you know, already is. made their move. They, they got the quarterback. <laughs> well, I mean, you know? they traded for a quarterback, but they yeah. haven't signed an, uh, an outside free agent yet. And, and I will say this, Aaron Jones, would you say he was a top five free agent on he the market? Really? They re-signed Aaron Jones, we didn't expect that. You, you got to give them some credit there. So they did sign Aaron Jones and 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 made a splash. I mean, I don't. None of us expected him to be back, did we? No. Nope. No, nope. No. I, I didn't expect us
3: to be the Patriots either. Was signed how many players have they signed Seven A lot. not their own? <laughs> A lot. Twice. I think Bill I, was that, like, hold on, man. Bill, Bill Belichick is like, fuck it. I'm just
0: Bill was like, like, hold on, hold on, hold on. I gotta that's do the some. TV twelve effect. Where, where <laughs> the hell did that money come from?
2: <laughs> they well, they signed Cam
0: and they
3: didn't re-sign him for the one million or whatever he played for last year, they what, 13th? 14 million, 16 million, mm. something like that. I mean, no, they're, they're paying probably. these guys that they're assigned. Where the fuck is this money coming from? Well,
0: they had a huge, they had a lot of caps. They had a lot of cap yeah, space coming did. in. I yeah. think Bill
3: Who kind of planned that, God. to be honest? You know, he's got his two tight ends set. Yeah, unreal. Man,
1: Donner's their defense expansion. looks good, too. Honestly. Yeah, the defense the is going to be real nice.
3: When, when, when the Bills sweep, sweep you, Bill Belich, he's like, fuck that shit. It's never happening again. I'm going to go get everybody and we're going to go fuck up the bills. I think this is what happened. He was having some PTSD. He might, he might
2: very well be right. Yeah. That's, that could be what he's answering, Brad. I agree.
3: I'm, I'm sorry. It was uh BTSD bills, uh traumatic stress disorder is what he was having.
1: Oh. That's the problem. Like the Packers didn't have the luxury of having 50 plus million dollars in cap to go out and rebuild this team. And next year it's even scarier. I it's like sad. that. They're being smart about it, but at the same time, you're kind of like, damn, as a, as a fan, you're, we're not cutting the checks. We just want to see the team get better. The sad thing. Yeah. When they had Ted Thompson,
3: they did have 50 million in cash space and still didn't fucking spend it. Yeah, yeah, that's very true. So so I think that's part of the problem now. Is yes, we don't have the money to spend. So that's why we're just sitting silent right now. I'm sure they're working on an extension for Adams. I heard that it would probably come a week or two after free agency started, but they still have to clear at least six more million just for the draft picks. And I think as a fan, I'm so sick and tired of Green Bay just sitting on their thumbs doing nothing. You know, I don't want to be let down in an NFC Championship game again. Green Bay is the Bills of this generation, except the fact the Bills actually made it to the Super Bowl. I'm tired of it.
2: I am too, to a degree, but I actually think I'm a, I'm less worried with Zach's or not Zach's, but Dexter's point that I think they're they're setting things in motion that we're going to get rid of Rogers. I actually think what they're trying to do is they're trying to I think they're actually trying to make their big push in 2022 this kind of reminds me a little bit of what the Brewers do sometimes that they take a year to reload and they try to make a run I think they're kind of doing the same thing here because they're going to get a big bump in the cap so let's say the cap goes up 25 million next year assuming COVID does a wreck it oh well now they now all of a sudden they restructuring Rogers makes a whole bunch of sense get add a few years to his contract and then be able to uh, send Tay and Z, and and then have plenty of money left over to to for free agency. That being said, sure, there's a possibility. And Just kind of allows them to t- evaluate love and i think that's what we really need to on the back end of things i think that's what we really need to follow in with Love is how much does he actually progress this year what's the we don't need to see him play per se but what's the word coming out of camp and how he's practicing and stuff because the word out of last year about love he was lost and that's you gotta expect that from someone who didn't have any playing time in preseason and covid and everything else does that happen this year well if it does rogers is certainly gonna stay they're not gonna get rid of rogers if if, if love doesn't make big strides this year i think
1: to add your point too robert if rogers backs up last year and does the same thing or something similar this season again how yep. in the hell do you justify to your fan base yeah it's time to move on like it's not like farver every year is like yeah i'm retiring oh wait no i want to play you know he wasn't holding the. T- he's not holding the team hostage but it's like damn if he throws another 40 touchdowns and five interceptions unless you get like three or four first rounders for him how do you justify that
2: yeah well you've was thirty five and ten. I mean, if he gets thirty five TDs and ten interceptions, he's if he plays top five, there's no way we're getting rid of him. That there's might no be
3: way. best case scenario for Green Bay if he plays yep. top five. You yep. can still trade him, and that maximizes his value. That he's good at that at that uh, elite level. Tom Brady walks off of a. New England, just missing the Super Bowl, goes to another team and wins the Super Bowl. But he left. He didn't get traded. Patriots didn't get shit in return.
1: Nope, they sure didn't.
3: If Green Bay Bay is going to trade Rodgers, they need to do it when he's at his peak. Get as many picks as possible.
1: Yeah, I think uh, as all... All four of us are draft junkies. I tell you what, as sad as it would be to lose Rodgers, how much fun would it be to have three or four years worth of first-round picks, having two picks every year? That'd be kind of fun. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Look what they did when they had two picks: drafted Gary. Well, and that seven. and actually taking advantage of your rookie quarterback contract. Yep, mm-hmm. and That's having money. Secret sauce. Right? having point. money to go get the big-name free agents to come play with your young quarterback. Yep. And Zach, you mentioned the draft is going to say a lot. They go get a weapon. You think they don't? Need to go get weapons for the young quarterback? You can't you can't transition from Aaron Rodgers to Jordan Love and not have fucking elite weapons everywhere. You That's literally need you need them everywhere. You can't you cannot set up a young quarterback for failure. If you KC do, model. I mean, yeah, you you literally have to yes, yes, Robert, KC model. Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, he had he sat for a year. What did they do? They went out and loaded him up, right? They yep. it, he has weapons, no weapons upon weapons upon weapons, and they keep doing it they keep doing it. They're not going to set their young, and it's not like he needs his hand held or anything. They're just not going to set their young quarterback up for failure. And if Green Bay is going to transition, Brett, you make some good points, even though my heart and my, you know, I don't want to hear it. If you're going to, if you're going to make a move, you do it while he's at his peak, when he's still playing at an MVP level. And if you're going to transition, you try to get as much as you can for the guy. My gut says he's gone after this next season. Unless they give him an extension over these next few weeks. I just don't, they're telling us they're not trying to get more money tied up. They're not trying to drag it out any longer. Hopefully we see extensions for Adams and Z because that will make a ton of sense. You don't want to lose Adams. He's one of the best to do it. And Z is still in his prime. So even if you're transitioning from Rodgers to a young quarterback, you cannot let players like that leave the building. It, it really doesn't make any sense. Isn't it telling too that San
1: Francisco, who Rogers has been tied to for, for years, now is not doing anything at the quarterback position, which you can't tell me they're they're happy with Garoppolo. Duke can't stay healthy. And even when he is healthy, he doesn't look like he did a couple of times in New England. Maybe they're just sitting back and saying, all right, well, maybe, maybe we can get Rodgers back home. And that dude wants to be in California. If
0: anybody Man, loves being dude, if player, they would trade him to an NFC team like the Niners, I would just be sick. Why would, would you do that? Why you would you, like, you do that? You need to get like
1: five first round picks.
0: Even consider it. <laughs> that would be brutal.
2: Yeah, I don't think I, I'd be surprised if they did that. That'd be suicidal for in, in a lot of ways. Maybe a TBD. The AFC, but I don't know. Maybe it's hard to say. How many California teams are there now? You got the Chargers. They're they're not going to trade for a QB. You have the well, Rams, no, Chargers,
0: and Forty Niners. I'd be I'd be really shocked to Me see too. them. Oh, so the Niners the Niners have been the bane of our existence. So <laughs> the, the one reason I disagree with that they would ever trade the 49ers. not because of the NFC. The
3: only reason the 49ers are picking twelfth this year is because their entire team was injured last year. Yeah. If if their entire team doesn't get uh, injured, it's a whole different ball game for that
1: team. One one team we're not mentioning though that would be a great fit for him, and the, the coach would have a chubby for him is uh, the Las Vegas Raiders. I mean, oh my four, god, Gruden. Oh, yeah, yeah They're that? a four-hour drive from LA, which he's got a house
3: in Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah send know, them to the AFC. I'd take right? that. No he he would definitely have to.
3: Gruden would have to go to the doctor for a four four-hour Woody. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like this thing ain't going down. He's walking around with a stiffy, with his uh, uh, Harbaugh khaki pants on. He's gonna have to wear like uh, jogging <laughs> pants or something. <laughs>
1: jogging pants would be the worst idea.
3: Yeah, they'd <laughs> oh, <laughs> That'd be like
1: uh, wind pants in middle school. Brett, come on, man.
0: <laughs> oh, that's funny. Then, that, like walking up to the chalkboard, you know what I mean? Moment. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh. <laughs>
3: every dude from uh, that went through middle school can relate to that shit.
0: Oh, that is too much. Don't I'm make good. the mistake of throwing
1: boxers under those things.
0: You're worse than your <laughs> <laughs>
2: Been there, done that. Yeah, Drew, after every news conference, would have to say what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> You'd be going wow. back to TV
2: where they don't show them all the time.
3: That's right. This, this podcast is brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah! yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> Jesus, we're going to get a trademark infringement right now. That is too <laughs> funny, man. Oh, my goodness. Oh, man. As much as I don't want to think about it, guys, I don't know. I, it feels like the writing's on the wall. Like, when you're reading the tea leaves, in my opinion, it seems like they're getting the team ready for Jordan Love. The next few weeks, will be telling.
2: And how Larry. Love does in the, in, in during the season and the back end. Because if he doesn't improve much, they aren't doing it. Next.
0: If he gets the offseason, he's able to play in some preseason games, and they're not able to see him as being that guy, then there's no way they do it.
2: Yeah, there's no way they'll do it.
0: I'm hoping we have a somewhat normal
1: training camp this year, fellas, because I will take a trip for the outside practices and just I'll probably just watch love the entire practice and not even look at anybody else. Just watch and see what he does. Yep. You no,
3: know, I, I wish nothing but the best for love, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, agree, regardless. It the future, right?
0: we have to when i see some of these people on packers twitter like i'm like you guys you sound so stupid you shouldn't yeah. be rooting. you should be rooting for the kid if they're right this is amazing that means the next decade or more We're set at the quarterback position. Again.
2: You know what I mean? I
0: I really hope that that. our fan base
3: handles the transition a hell of a lot better than they handled it with Rodgers. I mean, Rodgers was getting death threats because he took over for Favre. It was out of his control. He he didn't choose to be drafted by Green Bay. He didn't choose to be the heir apparent. Thing is, is he came in and he kicked ass. I want the same thing to happen for Love. I would love to go another 15 years without having to change a quarterback. The Bears have, I think, 30 starting quarterbacks since Brett Favre At started. At least. <laughs> That's like, insane. That's we, what we've I'm had saying, four. Like we, no, no, sorry. We've had three starting quarterbacks. Come on now, yeah. If love is as good as people are saying, would be a top ten pick in this draft, dude. Y'all need to shut the fuck up. If this guy is
0: supposedly the truth. He's going to be an next era parent. Like God, root for this dude. Yeah, we got to man, we got yeah. to. I, uh, that that's that's what the that's what real Packer backers would do. Yeah, yeah I mean, mean, it's not like love is good.
2: talentless guys either. I mean, maybe he's not the talent that Rogers was coming out. Right? I mean, Rogers was projected a number one pick, and so you know, in fairness to to that, okay, the expectation you can't put those kind of expectations that love will be as good as rogers right i mean i think that's 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 kind of unfair to him but that being said he does have a lot of talent and i think it's kind of dismissive to say that he has no shot to be good i think that's a lot of packer fans tend to are assuming the worst than really giving the kid a chance uh, it's it's not like kaiser or some of these other guys at least we hope not but i mean he he hasn't shown to be bad, then I think that's I think that's why we people need to wait and see what we have with Love. I think some of these people bashing Love for no reason are really not looking at the big picture at all.
1: They're just armchair quarterbacks. They they don't even yep. look at anything and, and research anything. They just oh what you know they just go off and speak from their mind without even doing research on it. You know, yeah, it's just stupid. I mean, I
3: try to look at things at a more realistic perspective. Even though it's not popular, even though it doesn't reflect what I really want to happen, I try to be more realistic. That way. When JJ Watt's a free agent, and I'm like, he's coming to Green Bay, and then he goes to I'm not disappointed. <laughs> right. <laughs> but did <laughs> you see how much they signed
0: him for? I'm like, man, yeah. give me Aaron Jones all day. Yeah, yeah absolutely.
3: absolutely, definitely I absolutely agree with that, Dex. Well, Green Bay has way too many holes to fill, so a lot of we need a we lot of giving them that kind of money. It proved and- that.
0: A championship isn't as important. Guys, I will say this, you know, as slow as it's been, right, it's a super soft market right now, which works in our favor. And I will say this. Yeah, there's been some some big names that have been signed, and we're one of the three teams that haven't signed anybody. But there is a ton of freaking super talented players still available in free agency. It is crazy when you think about who's still available. Name a few of the guys. I'll, I'll give you a couple, and then you guys let me know if there's any that come to mind for you. But Richard Sherman's still out there. Yep. You know, guys like Casey Hayward are out there. Geno Atkins is out there. KJ Wright is out there. Malcolm Butler, Mackenzie Alexander, T.Y. Hilton. I was just like kind of going through and I'm like, literally give me any one of those players that I just named and they make the Packers better. There's there's a guy that's going to be super unpopular and people
1: probably won't like the idea I'm mentioning. I already know where you're going. I already know where you're going. Where, where am I going,
0: Zach? In Dominican Sue. Fuck yeah. I think, uh, hey, <laughs> what about a Hicks. He's become available from the Bears too. They just oh lost God. Fuller.
1: That'd be great.
0: Getting a guy like Akeem Hicks and putting him next to Kenny Clark. Wait, did they oh. cut a- a- Akeem Hicks? I thought they uh, said <laughs> he could well, seek, a they to seek a trade. They allowed him to seek a trade. Rumors that they'll release him soon too, if they can't find trade partner. Basically. Just like Fuller. Just like yeah, yeah the tried same thing <laughs> they try to sa- they try to trade Fuller, but they end up just releasing him just to create the cap space. There's you're either a team that's going to go and trade for his contract now, or you're just going to wait. It seems like teams are patient right now and and as much as like there has been a ton of action, but you still see the wide receiver market was slow. The cornerback market was slow. It took a while for a lot of these things to happen. Packers could just be sitting back and waiting for the market to keep going down, keep going down and then swoop in and grab one of these really good players at a a bar.
2: There is a wide receiver out there that got cut by the Rams and hasn't really signed with anyone and he had a kind of an up and down time with the Rams. I would taking a flyer on a small contract on josh reynolds i think that would be somebody who could come in there and he could help the packers
0: he knows that system in a way too already he does and he can run
2: those sweeps he can run some of those things he did it he was actually pretty good for the ram he was and i think he's kind of one of those underrated guys out there my favorite player though if we could get anybody it's alexander and I think Alexander would be such a huge upgrade in the linebacking part for us. If, if, that'd be kind of my dream. It probably won't happen. I just think what he did in San Francisco and how he helped New Orleans last year. Yeah. He'd, he'd be huge for us.
0: Quan you know, Alexander or K.J. Wright, Robert, would Either be... Either one of those guys. Either whoa. one of those.
2: would
1: be great. I got one that we haven't mentioned yet that I would love to see. It's not going to happen. Dory Jackson, the corner out of Tennessee that got cut. I think he could be had like a big signing bonus deal. Ooh,
0: that doesn't totally. Crap. He's totally. really he's good, actually. Corner. Yeah, he's, he's a really good I mean, he's a former first round pick. So you're getting yep. elite, you're getting elite talent there to pair with somebody like Jair. That would be that would be, yeah. Nice. Uh, you're talking about like Goody tried to go get Fuller in 18. He didn't yep. sign him this time. Dory Jackson is that type of player where you're like, all right, I'm willing to spend big on this guy. He'll be locked into our lineup for next four years. Stud. That'd be insane. You'd have two number one corners on your team if you're able to pull something off like that. And then with our safeties think about that then Shannon Sullivan could be our slot corner
1: again and just suck because everybody else is awesome <laughs> that's true you're right about
2: that <laughs> I
0: have a I have a feeling that they're they're drafting nickels in this draft and there are some damn good ones talk oh, about yeah. that here in a little bit another uh, wide receiver that could be a low low cost high reward is uh Antonio Brown yeah Yep. Yeah, yeah. If all that weird stuff is behind him and he just shows up and plays, he's fine. He'd be lead in our in our offense, I think. Yep. But at the same time, does Green Bay really
3: want to sign a wide receiver? They're returning all the wide receivers from last year and Funchess. But
0: after this year, none of them are under contract.
2: Yep. But yep. that that means that we we can go still so go and draft somebody. Brown though, does anyone think Brown's going to be?
0: Uh, I mean, cut. he's a free agent.
2: Do
3: you mean cut during training camp or cut right now?
2: Well, he's. Oh, I didn't. Re- I thought I thought he was still on the team, though. Nope. No, he's a he's, he's a free, a free agent. agent. He's a free agent. So yeah. if, if that's the case, if he's, you know, I still think we could draft one. I still think we could draft a receiver.
1: I'd rather go with a, a younger receiver, which we'll, which we'll talk about later, that isn't going to cost us a lot and isn't going to be a head case like Brown has been in his career. I mean, it sounds like he's somewhat got o- gotten over that. I just... The guy super talented, but he's got to be almost 33 now, and he's. I just don't know if I want that baggage in Green Bay. I'm just looking at low cost potential. Oh, I get it. I there, get there's, it sure. there's one free agent that we haven't talked about,
3: and Do that's y. Lewis.
0: Oh, you're Big way. dog.
3: There's yeah. mutual interest from Green Bay to resign him.
0: Yeah, I would love to have Big Dog back. You know, <laughs> he he's key to the run game, especially um, with Bach hurt too. He literally is like an extra tackle you can swing to that side of the line I if you need to. I think, I think we got to get that done. Yeah. Uh, good yeah. call, Brett. I, I really think we got to get that done. He might be number one free agent for us to sign. So unsexy, but like Brett, what do you think? He might be what the best, one of the best free agent signings, in, I don't know how long. But it's been a while. I mean, it's not, he's not going to stack up with, you know, Z Smith or any of that. Man, what a signing. We talked about it last year when it came, when we were talking about who
3: Green Bay should sign. And I said, Lewis should be number one in their list to re sign him. And Valdir is who I said they should sign. I agree. He may not be the sexy pick. What he does bring to the table, though, yeah. He, he's key to the, our running game success. And the fact that we fed him a little bit in the red zone, I really appreciated that. It was fun to watch. It's like watching Dennis Rodman hit a three. You no, know, he never does it. And when he does it, everyone goes fucking wild. So, you know, he never catches touchdowns, but when he does, it's a big thing. Reward him for the dirty shit that he does. The thankless job that he does. Yeah, he just
2: shows up and does his job. He's a great leader. I mean, yeah, I, yep. you, you can never have too many of those guys. I mean, he no. certainly helps guys like Tunyan. He's certainly a coach on the field, if he well I, I hope he goes into coaching actually he, from what he the way he the way he kind of when you hear him interviewing and stuff you could tell he's definitely a student of the game
0: you know another one uh, another person I like to see come back and coach would be Tremont Williams congratulations definitely. on his retirement but I could see him coming back and being a, a coach totally a guy. Like A the over there. He's
3: like those who can't do coach because he fucking
0: hates Williams. <laughs> no, I don't hate Williams. I just he just he just hates that last taste that that he left in his mouth with that you know. It's Seattle. That's what it is, man. That's so. all it
1: is. It's all I remember, and it makes me have nightmares. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my god. <laughs> Congrats, man, on, on that retirement. Uh, he's one of my faves, man. Just He's that true story of an undrafted free agent coming in and just having an incredible career. 38, he'll, I will remember the the whole body of work on 38. That,
3: that was another dumbass decision that Houston made, cutting him. He had just an incredible career for us,
1: man. So. He was on Baltimore, Brett.
3: No, I'm talking – he was drafted. Undrafted uh, from
0: Houston and was cut. Oh, and that's why he started to be dumbass. Oh, jeez, <laughs> <laughs> so guys, thoughts on draft needs now that we've entered a new league year? I mean, obviously we lost Corey Lindsley. We talked a little bit about how we could fix that in-house, but there are some moving pieces there on the offensive line. Resigning Aaron Jones kind of changes some stuff because we were talking about Travis Etienne and some other things. I think with Jones and Dylan now, I don't think they're thinking about running back until the round 6-7. I just don't think they're thinking about running back too early. Thoughts on draft needs right Right now, as we enter the league year and your top five players that you that you're looking at for the Packers at 29, no trades, just five guys you think or hope might be there at 29. The biggest needs are corner D line, middle linebacker, offensive line and wide receiver.
3: Cornerback has four players that I think would be a good option in the first round. Asante Samuel, Horn, Greg Newsome, Campbell. If they're available, I could see us taking a swing at them. Wide receiver, I think, is one of the deepest positions. That you could get first or second round talent in the third and fourth rounds. Tony is there or Rondale Moore, and I know that's not a sexy pick for Robert. Robert, oh. I know you're really concerned about his injury, but. Oh, my knee! But
0: <laughs> his, my knee! Him yeah. and Aaron Rodgers will get along just fine.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs>
2: but. Doing Kevin His, his um oh. pro
3: day was sexy as hell. I mean, w- w- was it a 4-3-1 that he ran? Jim Short Olympics, you mean? <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly.
3: Something like that. Zach, even Jim <laughs> Shorts to run that fast. So
0: I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about.
2: Oh he looks like
0: hey, he actually he he had he's legit out there though. He looks the speed on the on the field. Yeah. So my five players though are Christian
3: Barrymore, Asante Samuel, Kadarius Tony, Nick Bolton, Rondell Moore. Nice. And with that being said, there's going to be a shit ton of talent. I could see Green Bay trading out of the 29th spot. I know we talked about not doing trades, but I could see them moving out of the 29th spot down and still get some really
1: good talent. Get an extra second round pick. No trades. Those are the five that I like. I disagree with that. I see them trading up and getting rid of some picks because they don't want Pay all these guys on the rookie contracts because of our salary cap situation. So I see him getting rid of a couple picks and moving up for the guy they want. But we won't talk that because we're just talking about we're at 29. And on top of that, mine are similar to yours, Brett. I have I have Tony Barmore and Samuel as well. I also like Jalen Mayfield, offensive tackle out of Michigan. Of course, you you
3: would like someone out of Michigan. Well, I mean, too bad Harbaugh
1: wasn't available. You draft his ass too. (laughs) He's. He's a first round talent. So I I mean he might be able to be had in the second, but I don't think he'll be there when we draft in the second unless he, something crazy happens. He and Runyan played together on the line, so it'd be yep. you know, they, they already know each other, so that communication be easy to pick right back up. Let's just make the whole damn line all Michigan guys. It's the only thing Michigan does well is offensive linemen, apparently. That, that is that
3: anyways. is pretty much all they do well. They definitely can't beat Ohio State.
1: Jesus <laughs> There's not many teams that can, unfortunately. not very fun to watch, but I want I wanted to say Bolton as my fifth, and I still honestly haven't really decided on a on a fifth because I want I was kind of thinking. I've seen a lot of mocks putting Newsome up in the first round now, which makes me nervous because I was hoping we could snag him at corner in the second round. But I'm going to throw Newsome in there as my fifth because I think if he's there and a lot of the other corners like Asante Samuels and Patrick Sertans of the world are gone, which they're probably going to be, I think uh, we have to look, lo- If you know, we went to his pro day and if we think he is what he is, I think he would be a nice physical corner to complement Jair for sure. It all depends on who's there, but if, if Kadarius Tony from Florida, the receiver out of Florida is there, I man, it would be hard for me to, for them to not take him. But, you know, their draft board and my draft board, uh, they're getting paid to do it, and I'm just getting paid and harassed by Brett to sit here and talk about it, so...
0: <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> what are welcome. What Robert? you, Robert? Was
3: well, it real quick before moving on to Robert? A Newsom after his pro day, his stock has been rising in all the mocks that I've been seeing.
0: Yeah, um, he's corner. He's he's cornerback four to me, man. So we'll we'll see. I, I doubt he makes it to the second round now. Yeah, I don't think so either.
2: Yeah. So so before so I'm going to stand up myself a little bit for Rondell Moore, and I I, I don't hate him but the thing is i worry about his injury history what i also worry is is that from what i've seen on his tape doesn't look skilled so he looks fast like you said dexter his speed it, it isn't track speed it's football speed he has football speed okay but what I, the thing is he's been hurt so much that we don't know how skilled of a route runner he is we don't know how skilled he is at the round tree his ability to run routes that's what i worry about him more than anything that's why i think he has such a he has such a high upside but he also has a really low floor and that that's why i worry about him him that's fair that's fair
0: he hasn't shown a ton as as far as a route runner and there's definitely
2: a a lot of growth there so So he's an athlete he's an athlete right now anyway my needs are pretty much the same as Brett's I think that I think those needs kind of cover everything but the guys the top five players I have here I've been watching a lot more tape of them and what Dexter and Zach said Newsom seems I don't know if Newsom's gonna follow us I just don't know if he'll be there at 29 now. He, he's kind of been right. He's been one of the risers based on the NFL pulpit sites. You go to NFL.com and such. So the guy I kind of focused on a little bit, it's Astute Samuel. I think he's a guy that can contribute right away to skilled. He might not have as much upside as Newsom or Horn, but he seems to me he could play right away. Really like to see Jahari and Samuel together as a future back, back end at cornerback. I really like him. You guys already noticed I'm a big Nick Bolton fan. Does everything well covers he hits he may not be an elite athlete right he's a great leader he's really good in coverage and when's the last time we had a great leader at middle linebacker i can't think of one yeah so i like him a lot i like Zach boys a lot too Jalen mayfield the more i look at it the more i think he is a perfect tackle for us in the standpoint that he could play left he could play right and depending on what happens with back and such if we have to move jenkins over to left tackle oh mayfield may be able to play day one on right, right tap and he, he's his upside is so high and he's he's already a great run blocker and the big thing about Mayfield that I like is kind of fitting in the nastiness that they're they're liking in their offensive linemen. He's got some tune. He's got some physicality to him. I like Mayfield for that reason. Another offensive lineman I like is Cosme from uh, Texas. He is another guy I really like too for the some similar reasons that I like Mayfield. He's more of a pure left tackle and he's more of a pass blocker. Sam's a really good player. He's got great feet for someone if you like athletic offensive linemen he's that he's definitely what that
0: the, that's what the Packers love they act yep. that if, if you got if you can when you say good feet you have the Packers attention
2: let's just say you it. do he's a super athlete he's real tall which can be a disadvantage at it's not really a disadvantage at left tackle but it can be a right tackle you get get the low pad level to, to drive block a little bit he's athletic ability is through the roof and he's a very good pass blocker he's he's someone I think about and the guy that that I, I kind of I'm starting to look more tape on Dexter kind of when you mentioned him in check is Levi defensive tackle out of Washington he would be an excellent fit he may not be Barmore but he'd be an excellent fit next to Clark and he kind of gives us that big defensive tackle that we need it can certainly help us on the run D I think it's I've a hard time pronouncing that name Owen Zorky I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right I think he'd be a decent pick at 29 even though he's probably more of a middle second rounder I would not object to him as a as a pick to solidify but it's mostly defense for me and offensive line there it's just the wide receiver class is so deep there's so many good slot receivers that we can get as much as I like Tony I don't think Tony will be there but even if he is we can get somebody like Tutu Atwell Mm -hmm. in round four we can get Brown in round three you know there's a whole bunch of guys that have the similar maybe not as much upside but have a similar skill set that's kind of what I the way I see it
0: yeah it's kind of funny we're seeing some some commonalities and some guys. Tony obviously is somebody. Greg Newsom is somebody that's growing on all of us. Christian Barmore, two guys. So I, you know my five. I have Kadarius Tony. I have Greg Newsom. I have Christian Barmore. I have zaven Collins. That's just a little difference there for me for the the linebacker. But I absolutely love Nick Bolton. So I would those two are kind of a wash to me. And I also love Jeremiah Maya Awusukuaramo. From Notre Dame. And I hope he falls. That'd be true. If he's there, it's like boom, yeah. jump him. You know, I just don't think he'll be there. If no. we can get either one of those three linebackers, I literally think they can change that defense. And Joe Barry will be just ecstatic to get in any one of those middle linebackers. Um, and then the, the the tackle that I'm looking at is Tevin Jenkins and Jalen Mayfield. They're it's, they're kind of similar. Sam Cosme, all those guys. The common thing that those guys got good feet. They can they can play swing tackle. Tackle roles for the Packers and literally be day one starters at right tackle if they need them to be. Or maybe even plug them into left tackle until Bakhtiari gets healthy. I think we all kind of see some commonalities in, as far as needs and and even with some of these players. You know what? If we get any of the players that you guys mentioned at 29, I, I will not be a sad Packer fan this year. I'll tell you that. Yeah, I couldn't. Agree more. It wouldn't it wouldn't, it wouldn't be the Jordan Love moment, I'll tell you that. I was yeah, just like <laughs>
3: <laughs> I believe I said this on the last uh, podcast that this may be the year we draft an offensive lineman in the first round.
0: The top end talent of these guys is just so good. It's going to be hard to pass a, one of these elite tackles Is there. It's
2: just going to be hard to pass on. Hey, they're top, will. Some of these guys are top 15 picks a lot of years.
0: Yes, that's what I'm saying. So I'm like, if you see one of them there, it's like, you know, I know the offensive tackle might not be sexy, but Lord, like it's just hard to pass on guys like that. The value in the trenches and in the NFL is just you just can't beat it. Especially left tackle, right tackle. I mean, outside of quarterback, you can argue the left tackle the most most important position on you know on the team. You all know how I feel about drafting offensive lineman in the first round. Um, That's the
3: only reason I didn't put one as my top five players. I want that elite explosive day one contributor as a specialist. I want a guy that's going to scare defenses. Jefferson Vikings drafted him last year. He, he lived up to that billing. We can get that elite talent in the second and third rounds because of how deep this draft is with wide receivers. Robert, you said the slot receiver. This draft is stocked. With stock. Tons, tons. You know, Green Bay has all the 6'3", 220 receivers that any team could want. They don't have the 5'10", 5, 5'11", 5, 190 wide receiver. Jack of all yeah. trades. Yeah. You know, one guy that I like, I know we're talking first round here, but one guy I do really like is Jalen Darden yep. for that slot role. Someone you could... That could be had in the third round.
0: Amari uh, Rogers would be another yes, one yes. I throw out there.
3: Daz see so. all Daz the
0: Rodgers is a fourth round pick. That means third, third fourth round. Who knows? Yep. But he had but a that, hell of a pro day, so he could. He, he did. Could. You might sneak ball. in a second that and senior ball, ball. yeah, Zach.
3: We'll we can see. fill it, fill those holes in the early rounds and still get talent in the mid rounds, and that's the only reason why I'm thinking that this might be the year that they get that offensive
0: talent, get the bookend, and you don't have to worry about moving Jenkins over to right tackle. Yep. Yep. Man, this has been crazy, guys. I mean, I knew we would have a lot to talk about <laughs> since we haven't talked in a while, being running through the Aaron Jones extension, losing Corey Lindsley, talked about restructure. Why not getting extensions for Rodgers and Tay and Z and all that good stuff? I don't know. We, we talked about our, is this team going all in right now or are they building for the future? It seems like we are all kind of leaning to them, kind of building to the future. If Aaron Rodgers has another MVP season. You might have to pump the brakes on it. <laughs> it's all about the salary cap. Yeah, it is. It's all about the salary cap, which next year isn't pretty because what a lot of people don't realize is these restructures are not bad for the players. It's more of a kick the can down the road for the team. Players actually don't lose money when they restructure their contracts. We've just kicked about 15, 16 million into 22 with these restructures, so we're not really saving money. 2022 is going to be interesting from. From a cap standpoint again, where they're going to be, they're going to be robbing Peter to pay Paul and doing all these weird things next year too. So next year isn't going to be better. They'll get some relief because the cap's going back up. We're going to be over the cap again. and We'll be one of those teams that's struggling to get under. That's just something to keep in mind. I was really excited to hear about the free agents. I want people to be patient on there because we may be one of the three teams that haven't signed a free agent, but the other two teams are the Bucks and the Rams. So those are three really good teams in the NFL that are being patient right now with signing free agent. And there's a ton of talent out there still. We mentioned a bunch of those guys and then we dove in to our top five guys we'd see at 29. And I think it's fair to say we should be in a really good position at a bunch, a bunch of different key holes on our team to grab a really good player this year in the draft. It's been fun. It has. That's been awesome. A start- long time coming. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think these next few weeks are going to be telling guys. If they don't do anything with Rodgers, uh, yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard to think that this isn't his last season as a Green Bay Packer.
2: It will be a story all season, Dex. It will. We, that it that's really what I'm really saying. They'll be, be talking about it. it. It's like- I'm
0: yeah. already tired of talking about it. So I, I am. I am every I'm- single week from every news station. Is this we I need, need to lock up Tay too. I don't want to go into the offseason with him not having an extension extension I just don't he's earned it and I just don't want that being a distraction either and Z'Darrius Smith player
2: on offense
0: i same with same with Z don't kick the can down the road on Z when he's in his prime and then all of a sudden next year he has a mega crazy cap hit, and now all of a sudden you're thinking about cutting him or trading yep. him you know I just I don't we they got to be smart I get it you know go in for Rodgers right now even if you're transitioning you can't let players like that leave the bill you know the one one I'm, I'm going to call it a free agent signing
3: just because of how it played out. We talked about Preston Smith being cut. Everybody talked about Preston Smith getting cut. Yep. I think that might be the best move that Green Bay's done so
0: far. Yeah, that was genius. Yeah, it's, it was. It was.
3: <laughs> I, I mentioned this in, in our in our uh,
0: Facebook page. Tell me what free agent we would have signed at seven hundred fifty thousand. That's as we good wouldn't. as we would. We would. We would have cut him. We'd have cut him and had an eight million dollar debt cap hit regardless. Just restructure it next year. He's probably gone because he's had a $22 million cap hit, but you get to keep the Smiths together for another year with Joe Barry. I think it was genius. I li- I love nice. the move. And that's why I'm saying it's a free agent signing because essentially we signed him for
3: 750000
0: Yep. he staying. <laughs> so, I mean, so that, that's a big move that, you know, I'm, I'm glad you talked about that, Brett, because nobody will will look that as a free agent signing, but that's a move that should not be underestimated. Absolutely. Well, fellas, it's, it's, it's great, man. We get to go watch some March Madness and We got this in, man. We're in the season two. I'm super excited. Shout out to the growing Facebook group, man. We got a lot of things planned for this season. We're really, really pumped about the Packer Backer podcast. So let me get a go, Go Pack Go. Go Go.